This is our new funky intro music. For this episode. For this episode. Yeah, we probably won't use it for every episode. That's just our super low budget way of like getting music. We use artlist.io to get new songs every single week. They have some good jams. They have some really good jams. Yeah. They have some fantastic jams. Well, we're listen, we're we're on a time crunch today. We are because running. we're small business owners. Because we're small business owners, and for a reason, we're we're, we're probably going to get into in this podcast. We had a very busy week. We had a very busy week, very busy um, week. personally and professionally. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So we're just going to jump into it, and I think the best way to start <laughs> is with uh, an a networking event we went to last week. We um, we're trying to go out there. You know, as a small business owner, you have to network. That's how you get business, right? That's the only way to get business. You have to go out and network. Without an ad spend budget. Without an ad spend budget. So what happened when we went to this networking event, right? Yeah, so we we went to a networking event. Like you said, we, we, don't, we don't like networking events. I have like yet to meet the psychopath that does really enjoy... <laughs> networking events like we all go because we know we should but the whole premise of like i'm going primarily to try to meet people who can give me something Mm. or who i can get something from so that i can figure out how to get something out of them and like promote my like that's just a like i don't know too many people who are psyched about the premise but i'm gonna do it under the guise of like small talk and chatting and like finding opportunities and ways to connect and like just you're waiting for the conversation to end so you can hand them a business card right um and not all networking i i've been to some networking events and had some really great like made made some really great connections Mm -hmm. met some people that i actually was really interested in getting to know and liked and went on to do some business with or referred business to them Mm -hmm. or whatever but i will say one thing that i think has become clear to me about networking events before i tell this story is that you have to go into it with a mindset of giving like, I'm going to go and see what I can give to other people here. Like, what can I offer? How can I help yeah. people here? Not like, how can I sell? Not like, what can I give in terms of my expertise that they can pay me for? But like, what can I give in terms of like, who could I connect them with? How could I, like, what resources could I offer them yeah. or like tell them about or refer them to or co-working spaces could I recommend or whatever? Yeah. I feel like that's the best way to go into a networking event. Not like, how can I make a sale, make a sale, sell another Squarespace website. That's good. So that's just a little nugget of. Thank you. And with that, we will see you all next week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That was fantastic. Can we, are we done? Yeah, we're going to keep going. Okay, we're going to keep going. (laughs) Um, So this networking event, we did go to this networking event. We haven't been to one in a while, honestly. We're back in Seattle right now. And one of our friends hosts it. And it's actually a great event. It's Founders Live. um, And it's a pitch competition slash networking event. And this was the first time we'd been back in Seattle for one in a while. So we wanted to go. Um. So we go to the networking event and honestly, like networking events tend to be at the end of a day where you're yeah. kind of tired anyway and you're like, oh, I'm a little bit, bit exhausted. And let's be really honest about why at least you decided to go to this networking event. Why was it, Will? I went to the networking event because we need more money. Oh, wait, I want no. more money. That's not the reason. It's because you saw Domino's. You thought there was going to be pizza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's also the reason. So <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that. The networking event was um, being held at our co working space. It was space. being held at our co working space, which I had been working at all day. And as I was leaving to go home at five, the networking event was going to start at six, but we lived like a block away. So I was leaving to go home, change, grab Ren. As I was walking out, I saw this domino guy bicycle up, cycle up on his bike, Michael. and his, his back seat on his bike just had like just stacks of pizzas he probably had 30 pizzas on that thing i don't even know how he was balancing it and he just steps off his bike and walks in and i look at that and i go yes this is awesome we're gonna have to get there early because i don't want this pizza's gonna be gone but we are getting pizza tonight so i you know briskly walk home and i tell ren 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 we really need to it's like good for the business i just think we need to be doing more networking so let's go to this Go, so let's go to this co-working thing. Which also, I had already committed to going, mostly because gonna be I'm going to be honest, the reason I wanted to go is because I have been working from home a lot lately, um, and I was just thinking like, oh, seeing other humans and putting on like pants would probably be good for me today. Like, Yeah. So that was my main incentive, was like, just get out of the house, like put on makeup. And mine was pizza. And his was And pizza. also, I mean, realistically, from a bigger picture, we were at the point where we were like, okay, we need to be doing some more consistent marketing. Right. We were like, we haven't really been marketing a lot. So this is a good thing. Uh, or doing anything under the traditional guise of marketing lately. Um, so we were like, yeah, we should just go and mm-hmm. chat up some people. Because, you know, that's where all of our businesses come from. Oh, yeah. False. False, Will. Yeah, that's actually totally untrue. None it of has... our businesses come from networking. I think, have we no. ever gotten business from like an actual networking event that we did not put on? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. We have made yeah, some good connections so. and met some cool people. Yeah. I, maybe I'm thinking of one that we did. But Possibly. But still, I mean, anyway. not a significant source of revenue at all. But for some reason... You're, it's baked into your mind. You have to go to networking events to market. Um, to succeed. And to succeed in small business. So yeah. we so went. So off we go to our networking events. And I'm Tra- wanting la, pizza. La, la, la. And I'm just wanting human interaction of any sort. There I, was no pizza, Ren. Yeah. <laughs> there were like mayonnaise sandwiches and mayonnaise <laughs> with onion sandwiches. Like those were our options. Yeah. Apparently the pizza was for a different event oh, in the same building so that we were not invited to. Very um, upset. So it started off, like the tone started off poorly mm-hmm. because of the lack of pizza, I think. So we were already sort of down. And then I, yeah, I don't, I oh. don't want to, wh- what a, happened next, Will? Um, so <laughs> what happened next was I started to tell Ren, hey, so there's no pizza. I'm probably going to go home, but why don't you stay and market and talk to people? And Ren said, well, I'm probably just going to stay here and talk to like a, a couple people I know. Um, and then this led to a bigger discussion, me telling her, Ren, no, you're the marketing person. You need to be talking with more people. And Ren very reasonably was like, well, I'm not going to talk to people. I'm not just going to go sell. That's not how selling works. Um, and it just led to this huge discussion, this huge debate about how are we going to be growing our business? Like a we heated need, debate. Like a heated, very and heated debate. And let's also mention... And it, to, to be fair... I hadn't had pizza in weeks. I was pizza deprived. So I'm, I was in a, a vulnerable emotional state anyway. Right. And we had also just bought tickets to France. We did. Yeah, um, that's true. So so I was worried about finances. Yeah. So finances were on the brain. How are we mm-hmm. going to pay for this? How are we going to get... It's less about how are we going to pay for it. How are we going to make sure we 
don't stop working for three yeah. weeks while we're out of the country or a month while we're out of the country, whatever it is. So we had our heated debate. And, and like, where did we have it, though? Oh, like uh, the downstairs of we the left the networking space. event where we all left, the people were. We left the networking event. We had a heated where all debate. All the networking was going on. We went downstairs to the basement where it was just the two of us. Totally drained ourselves. And basically, moral of the story: we didn't do any networking that night because we were too emotionally drained from our debate, the lack of pizza, and we just ended up going home. We wasted about two hours and a lot of our energy just talking about like networking events and how do you grow your business and we need to be doing a better job of marketing. Um, granted, a lot of that was probably my fault. Probably. It was my fault. It was his fault. It was my fault. Um, but it brought up a good discussion that I think I'd like to share with other small business owners and people, freelancers and people wanting to start businesses about where do you get business from? How does realistically, how does it start? And we're not going to talk about like Facebook ads and putting a lot of money into marketing campaigns. And uh, we're clearly not going to talk about networking events because that hasn't worked for us. Um, There are other ways you get business. And that's sort of what I want to focus this conversation on. Well, and I'm just more talking about like the different forms of marketing for different stages of different types of businesses. See, that's good too. And clarification. Yeah. I mean, I think we we do we do help a lot of our clients with digital marketing like ads yeah. and facebook ads, all that kind of stuff and depending on what your goals are what your resources are what stage your business is at and its growth i'm not saying networking events and digital marketing are bad i'm just talking about like where we're at this yeah. is just like an introspective yeah. conversation about where we're at that we hope Hippie's will help some other people Hippie, are you okay this is our Cut rate production right now. Oh, I'm also going to say, let's not curse this episode because I don't have time to go back and edit. Okay. Put in woofs. Yeah. Um, There we go. This is a child-friendly episode. Yeah, family-friendly. Family-friendly. Yeah. Um, Mom-friendly more, I think. Yeah, (laughs) mom-friendly. Yeah, so I think what you feel, what you are feeling, and this also tends to happen, this is like a cycle that we go through as business owners where something will trigger financial stress around the business Mm. um will typically feels that a little bit more than i do and he gets being very kind he gets a lot stronger than she does yeah he gets into this whole mindset of like okay we need to be marketing and selling more we need to be marketing and selling more how are we selling more where's our next sell coming from um and and also let's note that like i am the will appointed sales person for our business i don't I have want to be the salesperson. I don't like doing sales. I say it with air quotes. Um, I do love people. Like I like talking to people. I like learning about their businesses. I like if if there's a way that I'm like, oh, we could help you with that. I love that being yeah. able to be like, yeah, like let us help you here and provide mutual value. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's wonderful. But I hate sales and like the yeah. traditional sense of like hey can i talk to you for a quick second like meeting someone with the intention of figuring out yeah. how can i sell you something i hate that i'm um, with you but I'm it's will's will you. hates it more i guess so it's apparently yes. my job um in our business to do that so the way that i do sales is i uh meet people and i network i do network not necessarily at networking events but yeah. i join groups or i you know, bump into people at co-working spaces. Honestly, I pet a lot of dogs in co-working spaces, and then I that usually strike up conversations helped. with their owners and learn about what their business does. Our own dog has helped people. Our own dog. 
bent over to pet our dog. And then, what do you guys do? Oh, oh we, do we build websites. Do you need a website? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's that's where a lot of our business comes from, just these casual conversations. And uh, honestly, we're, I'm seeing this pattern. Like, if you just stay in business for like a year or two, then you start to hit this this cycle, but this so loop. Let's talk about what happened this last week. So, the networking event happened the week before. Then this week, where I'm filming this, we're, we're recording this on Friday. This week, we have just an unbelievable amount of leads come in this week. Um, like almost too much for really us to handle, and so we're looking at hiring some people. Um, it's just been a fantastic week. It has just been a fantastic week. So we had this this heated discussion, we'll call it, about where does our where what are our marketing efforts? How are we networking? And how are we getting more? It felt like a lot of the heated discussion was being pointed at me as the oh, marketing yeah? and salesperson. Well, I felt if I'm speaking my truth. <laughs> well, my truth. <laughs> well, my truth. Is that I felt like you felt I feel like you don't respect the fact that I need you to make more money for us. Right. That was actually kind of the crux of the conversation was me feeling like I'm doing a bad job because, you know, we don't have any, like, we haven't gotten any leads this week and we did just spend some money to do something I wanted to do, go to, go to France for a little while. And it was, yeah, it's just rough. But in my, my, my feedback, like my pushback to that is that I did, I had several meetings this week, like one-on-one meetings. I had some phone meetings. I exchanged emails with people who are all like in our potential people we could do business with or who could refer business to us network. But can't argue with the fact that like, yeah, you're right. Like none of them have, has resulted in business until this week where we got a million leads. Yes. Um, It is. Which is great. And that's quite a week. And that's just how, that's just how it's worked for us. And the reason that it's working that way, it's a very unpredictable sales cycle. And, I am much more comfortable with the unpredictability as a human, like that my personality is more I'm comfortable. I'm really not. Right. And Will is really uncomfortable with a lack of predictability, especially around his finances. Um, one of the things that makes me a little bit like we have often wondered, would Will have started a business if it wasn't for me pushing him to do it? Probably not. Honestly, I, w- I think I would say that unequivocally, I would not have started a business without like a partner. Yeah, and a lot of it's just because most people are pretty uncomfortable with a lack of financial stability and a lack of financial, like, knowing those patterns. Like, when is the money going to come in? Yeah. Like, what frequency and how much? And so marketing does solve that problem. Like, theoretically, the way that marketing works is you figure out, I need to do X amount of marketing, whatever your marketing strategy is, ads, talking to people, joining groups, yes. sending out emails, cold calls, like whatever your marketing strategy is, I need to do X amount of this in order to get X amount of leads. My leads typically convert at this rate into sales and I need this much money in sales to continue so you work backwards from there, right? Yes. And that that's ideal. Um, that is the ideal. When you are a and service providing business like mm-hmm. we are, like we have been. And, and especially starting. And when you're just getting started and your marketing relies heavily on word of mouth and people referring you, you don't get that predictability nearly no. as much as one might want it. No. Yeah. So where where did our business come from this week? Like very, very tactically, where can people expect if they're feeling the way I was feeling? Mm-hmm. We're stressed. I don't know where the money's coming from. We need to be making money. Like 
what are areas that they can look at to see if the money's coming? Like, like what are activities that they can do to make yeah. sure money's going to come in? So I have been in a marketing roundtable group. Mm. And week before last, I had just like set up lunch with one of the other women in the group just to, it's it, typically our meetings are on Zoom, so we don't meet in person. Yeah. Um, just to meet her in person, chat some more. She sent us two leads this week. One of our leads came from someone that I did some freelance work with and have kept in touch with two years ago, but haven't done any business with them for two years now. Um, one of them came from honestly like a friend of ours that I think we, this is the one I was talking about. I think we actually did meet him at a networking event maybe, but I think a friend introduced us. Oh yeah. Maybe we met him before. I don't remember. Um, but someone that has a business and we've been like casually helping them with their marketing. And now they're at a point where they're like, can we hire you to do some more intense work for us? And of course, like we love working with our friends. That's the best. So for sure. One of them came from there. Um, yeah. One of them is a client that we did some work for about a year ago doing, they just needed like a very tiny website to get up and going with the hope that their, their efforts would succeed and they would within the next year need a bigger website and their websites did succeed and now they need a bigger website. So yeah, it's just been, I mean, back to what you said earlier, going like meeting people with the intention of giving rather than taking like, what can I give to you? Who can I connect you with? Um, what are some tools I can introduce you to? Like going and talking to people with those intentions has led to a healthy relationship because you're going with very altruistic reasons. And now we're sort of reaping the benefits of that. Right. But you can't schedule it. No. You can't be like, okay, I'm going to give to you now in the hopes that in six months when cash flow gets tight, like you will refer me someone. Um, And then we also have had a couple of referrals just from our current clients who have referred us to people because they like working with us, which is great. Um, And, you know, all of these may or may not turn into, say, we don't know, like we're we're still in the, like all of these could come through or none of them could. Yeah. That's, you know, and this is the next part of the job is converting from, oh, I'm interested to like, okay, let's make an arrangement and shake hands and do some work. Um, and this is sort of like the nature of a of a small services business. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's like this is that's how it's going to work. And trying to circumvent that model is it doesn't really you're not going to have a good outcome. And I've but, never seen anyone. I've have a never good seen anyone have a good out- outcome. Not to say there aren't good ways to do it. And I do think like finding a product, productizing yeah. it. That's what I think and is then, important. Advert, like creating your own marketing sales engine around that very distinct product. The problem with services industries is almost everything you do is scope, scope of work related. That's going to be custom for that client. Right. And in order for you to get out of that, that's where a lot of these issues are coming from is you can't schedule scopes of work because they're all custom. I mean, people need them when they need them. So they can't, you don't adv- in advance plan out when that's going to come in. It's just, it's a really interesting dynamic. And so the way to get out of that is to create products that are not custom. They what are... what do you mean by products? Like a cup? Ah, thank you, chair? Rin. No, so like here's an example of a service product that we're developing right now. It's called Website in a Day. And it's very clear. Um, I think you, you were describing it earlier. You had a good uh, sort of three bullets of like what is a 
What is it? Mean? Custom product. You said like it, it's on a timeline. You know exactly what the time is. You know exactly like how long it's going to take from start to finish. Like when you're going to get this service delivered. Uh, what the price is. What's the exact price? And any custom add-ons you want. Like those are not. You don't sit down and custom figure create that. Figure it out. Like they are set prices, and the client knows exactly what they're getting. Like to a T. They know what is the end result of what happens when they purchase that product. So that is like a services-based product. Mm-hmm. It's a productized service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Productized and service. That, so and that's something you can market. That's something you can do like advertising. and. Right. That's something that's a lot easier to like promote through emails or promote through social media or ads or yeah. set up um, SEO and, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Yeah, other ads at the top of Google. What are they called? Pay per click. Yeah, pay per click. Pay per click ads. SEM. Yeah, SEM stuff. Like once you have that, you can do that kind of stuff, and that's where you can start to create more predictability with word of mouth marketing. There probably is an algorithm, but it's too complex. There's way too many variables for anyone to ever make sense of it. Yeah, and to ever like create any meaningful like predictions around if I talk to this Is many gonna people, yeah. I'm gonna get this much. Like you can kind of, sort of, you know, if I talk to a hundred people, then maybe ten of the, you know, you can yeah. sort of do that. But with digital marketing, once you can productize a little bit, and mm-hmm. and really what you those three things you mentioned a timeline, very specific deliverables, and an exact price, you can like throw them up on a website, yeah, essentially, and say like. This is exactly what I do. Here's my here's sales page. How much yep. it costs, and someone could theoretically click like buy now and go straight to your onboarding process. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Once you get there, um, doing digital marketing, you can have a ton of predictability. Once you get it up and running, I yeah, mean, there's some testing that has to happen in the front end, and things are always changing, and you need to keep your eyes sure, on it. Sure, sure. But you can get to the point where you're like, okay, if I spend X amount of money in ads, that will result in. X amount of clicks to my page, and that will result in X amount of people hitting the purchase button. That will result in, right? You know, whatever. Move yeah. on, go from there. And then you have a very simple, basic equation that hopefully, if it's the outcome is positive, you just dump as much money as you can get into this advertising bucket because you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get a positive return. Or you dump as much money as it takes to get you the number of clients you, you want, want, sales you want. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um. So, and that's what I think, you know, it's interesting. I think it's, I just want to like reassure everyone out there who isn't doing that yet, that no one starts off being able to do that in the service industry. Uh -uh. I don't think, I think most people who are like us, like our type of entrepreneur who are like, I'm just going to go out there and try to like start a business and do it. You know, whether you're side hustling with a day job or whether you're quitting your day job because you hate it to work on your side hustle, like whatever your situation is, um, Especially if you're a service-based industry, again, like you're providing coaching or uh, yeah. personal training or I don't know, what else? Um, any web kind of, development. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of website stuff or digital marketing or content work or yeah. uh, video, photography yeah. even. I mean... All these services, creative services, all that stuff, yeah. Writing, a lot of freelance writing. Yeah. Um, any of that kind of stuff. Consulting. Yeah, obviously. Consulting is a big one too. All of that stuff. It's typically going to start with you just like meeting people and learning about them and figuring out like what they need and then being like, okay, here I can do. And then you going back and making up a scope of work and saying, I can do this, this, and this. And then you thinking through like, okay, how should I price this? And maybe you get it wrong. Maybe you get it right the first couple of times. Maybe you like, I mean, we definitely did some projects in the beginning where 
We went Ooh, back and we, we priced, priced it out and then we started on the work and we were like, oh, wow, we way underpriced it. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is unfortunate. You can't go back once you've signed a scope no. of work and say, ooh, I need more money. Can't do that. No, you really can't. No. But it's it's a problem you'll run into and you just got to push through it and then figure, make sure you don't do it again next time. Right. That's sort of... So yeah, it's fine to start that way. It's what you need to do to figure out yeah. What kind of and work you want to be doing? What do you enjoy doing? What parts of it do you want to do versus outsource to other people? Yeah. And that's so important too, the what do you enjoy doing? Don't don't build a product because if you once you productize it and have this thing that maybe this this engine that you can just throw marketing dollars into and you're gonna get good results from. Make sure you enjoy that. Like don't don't just do it because oh I found out I can sell this. This is something that people want. Do you enjoy doing that? Cuz you're going to get stuck in this cycle of having to produce that day in day out and if you don't enjoy that, if you don't enjoy managing people that can do that, you're going to have a really tough time motivating yourself to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. You got to find what you enjoy too. So that's that's the the benefit of staying in this like services scope of work custom area is you can customize things to make sure to make sure you're doing work that you enjoy doing. It gives you fulfillment. Um, the downsides is you're not going to really have even cash flows in your business. It's going to be very up and down and predictable. And if you're okay with that, then great, stay there. Um, maybe just do higher priced products or higher-priced projects in the future. Um, but if you want sort of that more predictability, then start to build a product uh, that you can sell over and over and over again, the same one over and over and over again, um, or maybe some yeah. combination of the two. And I'll almost argue that, uh, that there are probably some exceptions to what I'm going to say, but I think mm. that most people... Even doing, you were saying like, you know, if you do the scope of work, you can make sure that you really enjoy the pieces of your work that you're doing. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's, that's very unlikely that you're going to enjoy every aspect yeah. of anything that you do with someone. Cause that includes like having to like maintain the client relationship, having to keep up with the billing, having to keep up with the, like yeah. all, all of the admin stuff to scheduling meetings as lot. well as the actual work that you do. And for most people starting out, even the actual work you do. Like when we say we're going to build a website, that could also entail like photography for the website, yeah. video for the website, design work, copywriting, like strategy around like say like how are people moving through the website UX? Like if there's advertising involved, how does that play? Like it's not just building a website, right? Like there's all yeah. these other components and, you know, typically you either outsource that or you learn to do it and hate it or whatever it is. The only way to really get to the point where you can hire someone to do the parts that you don't want to do is by creating consistent cash flow. <laughs> like knowing yeah. like really hard to hire someone if it's like, maybe I'll get this much money. Maybe I won't project based. That's the, like you can do project based and just hire contractors based on the project per project. But then, I mean, you get run into issues there, bros and cons there. There's no one right way to do it. Um, yeah. and you just got to figure out what you, what you want to do? What's the business you want to build? Yeah. So I think ultimately my point here um, is that it's fine to start off like in what we're talking, what we were talking about at the beginning, like, yeah. oh, we're going to networking events and like we don't like it. And then all of a sudden, like now we have leads. That's because we've been doing word of mouth marketing. We've word been doing of mouth, word yes. of mouth, referral based. But basically our marketing has been our marketing strategy has been we do a really good job for the people we work with uh -huh. so that they refer us. And um we're likable people. So when we meet people, they're interested in doing work with we're us. People, we're, we're people people. We're, we're people people. We're people people. People like me. 
Yeah. I'm liked. You're, yeah. We're the people person type. Did you people. ever see Office Space? You probably never did. No. Hopefully, people who've seen Office Space will understand that reference. I, I didn't understand no. it. It's okay. I could see but, by your facial expression. You just yelled. Yeah. That people <laughs> like you. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's our strategy right now. Like Will said, we're currently working on productizing a lot of what yeah. we do into workshops and when packages. Sort of, yeah, have like a mix between some some of these scope of work things. Be very choosy about the scope of work projects we want to do, and then have some products that we can just that we really love that can just sort of automate themselves. Mm-hmm. Should be great. That's sort of the ideal. So, like, I think big takeaway: if you are like us, if you're in that trapped in that cycle of word of mouth referral marketing, and you're you're probably doing fine. Maybe you're not doing fine, but either way, you don't really know how much money you're going to have coming in month to month. Um, Productizing is a great way. The other thing you do, which is actually what, to be totally just like transparent with our business, the other thing that we did to get out of that very early on is we took on retainer clients. Oh yeah, that's a great, that's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we we got a couple of retainer clients and that's, Super important. Um, yeah. They're hard to get because it's very relationship driven. And like we, we had had those relationships built for a couple of years. We were just freelancing with them before we did. We, you don't just like find those people on the street. Right. Um, we did like one project with them, did a really great job, proposed some ongoing work yeah. on a retainer basis and went from there. But, but I will say, you know, so that was our first attempt to get out of the mm-hmm. unpredictable cycle of marketing was getting retainer clients. And that worked well from a cash flow perspective and it gave us more financial stability. Um, it did put us in a place where we were like, ooh, I don't like working on retainer the way we were for the number of clients we were. We were like, I don't think we can take on too many more of these because no. we don't have the brain space or creative energy yeah. to, to do it. And we also weren't at a point where we could really hire or train people to do what we were doing. It was, yeah. we were just sort of stuck being like, well, and, and the other thing is when you have retainer clients who are paying you somewhere between a thousand and $4,500 a month, um, they kind of expect to be able to treat you like employees to a certain yeah. extent, uh, you know, because they're paying you sort of like employees. Right. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain like, Oh, can you just like help me with this? Or like, Oh, like we have this problem. Can you help us jump in and solve it? And yeah. And we're very relational people, so our clients are really important to us. We're never going to be like, no, because it's not like very clearly outlined <laughs> yeah. in our scope of work. Like our scope of work is to help your business grow using yeah. like whatever tool, like whatever, whatever tools, tools we agreed and to. Ideas. Um, so it was sort of we ended up realizing like, okay, being on retainer with this many people is sort of like having like five bosses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is why, wanna, which just is sort opposite of, like, of why we started our business. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that was when we realized, when we realized that we were like, okay, some of our retainer clients we really love and we love working with them and we're going to keep working with them. A yep. few of them we're going to let go and we're not going to look for any more. And yeah. so to make up that different, like in order to continue to figure out how we can have a more predictable cash flow and a more sustainable business, we need to productize. Yeah. And that's... You're, I'm sure we'll talk about more of that on this podcast. That's sort of the the where we're in the middle of right now. Product doing that productization. productization. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up. These people are busy. These beautiful people are busy. Yeah. Go out and enjoy your enjoy your day. Enjoy, day. enjoy your life. Enjoy your summer. Yeah. Take out your AirPods and I don't know. Talk to someone. Connect with a human. Connect with a human. Or a dog. Or a dog. Either one. Yeah. That's fine too. 
Okay, friends, we will see you all next week.